Welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that is moderately ready for some football, maybe, probably not. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, I don't know how to help you. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like ingrained in the 90s. So there you mm-hmm. go. You should know that by us by now, about us by now. Mm-hmm. I... This is a a thing that some people know about me is that I love saying that for some reason. Okay. I mean, I hate football, so I don't know why, but it's just really funny to me to go, oh, you're ready for some football. (laughs) I think that's the first voice I think I've ever heard you do, like (laughs) on this podcast at, at minimum. Wow, that's weird. I don't know. Okay, maybe that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know why, but I just think it's really funny to do that. Um, and I do it to my cats all the time, particularly when it's like time to eat. They get yeah. what they get what food at night. And so yeah. I'll be like, oh, you're ready for some tuna. <laughs> <laughs> and my cats go. are just like, what? Not this again. <laughs> it's like, can you just put the fucking food down and walk away, please? Yes. So peace. Um, so earlier I said it in our group chat and i was like wow this is like the only time i've said it that it's like appropriate to say it because the super bowl is on when we're recording this Mm -hmm. um and uh (laughs) and hannah our resident football fan goes um actually that's for monday night football so it's not appropriate for today and i was like shut up so yeah anyway but yeah welcome we are doing our annual super bowl commercial special which was our very first episode over two years ago what but yeah before we get there um sherrick how was your week it was a pretty interesting week. So uh, by the time that you're hearing this, the Watsons go to Birmingham 1963 will have uh, long been closed. Uh, and by long, I mean a, a week. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I will be uh, gearing up to uh, learn my lines for the island all over again, which I, I had in my brain and they are somewhere in there. So it's just a matter of kind of just digging them back out, you know, yeah, uh, getting used to them. Getting um, them out of storage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just getting them, getting them out of the cold storage of my brain, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Can, I, I'm gonna interrupt this. Uh, Sherrick, how was your week? To just show, because uh, I went to the NFL website because I wanted to know what the score was. Because I, I don't really know or care, and I just uh-huh. love that. Like normally on the NFL website, and I don't go there often, but like mm-hmm. occasionally I have a reason to like look because someone's like, "Hey, Sherrick, what's the score of this game?" And I'm like, "You have Google, just like me. You could just find out." Um, <laughs> But anyway, so it normally has the like the the score bar. So it has like which teams are playing and then the scores. Mm-hmm. But because it's down to just the last two teams, mm-hmm. it's just the two teams on the left. And then way fuck off to the right are the scores. <laughs> so there's this <laughs> massive ass gap where I was like, it just says L.A. Sin halftime. And then I looked all the way to the right. And I went, oh, it's 13 to 10. OK, great. <laughs> I didn't look all the way to the other side of my fucking monitor to find out. <laughs> way to go, NFL.com. <laughs> anyway, I'm leaving your website now, and I hope I don't have to come back for a very long time. 
So, no, but yeah, uh, I'm excited. I have a, a little bit less on my plate now, but I'm, you know, feeling feeling good about where I'm at. I'm sad to see the show leave because I really enjoyed the the uh, routine and I really enjoyed getting to sh- share that the message of that show. But now it's over and we are we are I'm, I'm back to some temporary normalcy. Also, I have a new microphone. You may uh, probably sound I probably sound a bit better than I normally do. At least I hope so. Mm hmm. Um, so yeah. And, uh, if you want to know a little bit about that, you can check out my Instagram cause I probably will, um, uh, maybe do something on there. Maybe, I don't know, <laughs> but at least, I, I mean, I at least posted that I got a new mic, so yeah. maybe I will do some sort of like, Hey, this is pretty cool kind of situation, but mm-hmm. nice. how was yours? It was fine. Pretty ordinary week. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm a month into my new job and it's going fine. My boss was out this last week, so okay. pretty quiet, but yeah, she'll be back on Tuesday and yeah, it's pretty ordinary. I sort of like having, like you kind of said about the show, like I sort of like having a routine with work. That's kind of nice. So yeah, otherwise not too much going on. I, um, I was invited to a Super Bowl viewing, I wouldn't really call it a party, but um, (laughs) today and I went, ate food and left in the middle of the second quarter because I had to come here and record the podcast and let me be totally frank when I say thank God because I could give a shit about the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I did see a few commercials, which we'll be talking about. Um, but live, I guess on air, but yeah, I was, I was happy to have an excuse to, uh, come eat the tacos and leave before the game got too far. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I, I will say that, you know, I, yeah, I don't really care about football. I just, there's a lot of issues with it. And, and the one thing that I noticed that I'm going to comment on is, uh, that at the end zones, one side of the end zone says it takes all of us. And then the other side of the end zone said end racism. So thank God the NFL is doing something. Not well, the- um, I will say that, like, I watched um, one of my favorite streamers, Ray Narvaez Jr., do a Super Bowl like simulation okay. on his channel. And he was using he was using Madden, uh, mm-hmm. which is the premier NFL game for that kind of uh, basically premier NFL game. And the at least the Cincinnati Bengals team has that on the white strip on the back of their helmets. It just says mm. end racism, which like. Uh, I, I really only want to touch on this briefly. Like, yeah, it's 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 good that the NFL is finally doing this, but like, it wasn't that long ago where they were trying to just basically be like, nah, racism. What's racism? No, but we right. we don't we don't got no racism here. That shit don't happen anyway. Uh, unrelated to any of that, Colin Kaepernick can't work for any NFL team. Just, okay, bye. Just yeah. apropos of uh, you know, like we're not you know yeah. you know. Yeah, I think that's why it struck me so much as I was just like, okay, so this is how we're going to fight racism. We're just going to put it on helmets and put it on the field, but we're not going to actually like live it or anything. Yeah. And that's and that is, you know, the typical performative situation that that I see with a lot of companies. And I and and before we jump off of that and into the hilarity and and cringe of the commercials, Mm -hmm. um, it's 
it's like okay we like we get it you you see this as a as a commodity to yep. rather than like you, it, it feels like you don't actually care about racism one way or the other you just know that like it's in to to be anti-racist yes. so like yep. that is what you're going to push which i'll get into actually i actually will get back into it but in a different topic once we get into the commercials okay. so yeah sorry i just read this headline and i was like um I don't think they understand how that works. So the headline is Dwayne Johnson channels the rock for Super Bowl intro and Twitter has a field day. Um, HuffPost, I, I regret to inform you that Dwayne Johnson is, is the, the rock. rock. Yeah. Like, I understand it's like a character, but like. Right. It's it's him. Y'all, that's that's who he is. Mm-hmm. I just. Oh, my God. I was just, it, that reminds me of like, and this is kind of off topic, but I don't really care. I was thinking about this the other day that we were thinking about this just a little bit ago about how like TikTok culture, and I feel like we should probably do an episode about it at some point, but um, mm-hmm. like the way that TikTok works is like different areas of TikTok are like named specifically. And I remember seeing an interview last fall where somebody was talking to taylor swift and was saying like oh i keep hearing about swift talk which is like the videos on tiktok about taylor swift right yeah no i pick Um, up on it but the but the the (laughs) reporter was like they've renamed the app for you and i was just like no no honey no sweetie that's not Mm -hmm. that's not what it means and i'm just like can we get some can we get some youth into these and by youth Actual I just mean youth. anybody under 50 like <laughs> so I will real quick point out that basically the reason that HuffPost made this article is obviously because they had the rock essentially cut a promo mm-hmm. uh uh before the Super Bowl starts and he's and he began with one of the rocks like catchphrases which is finally the rock has come back to insert city here, which is something that he would do as a face because like when you were a baby face, you play to the crowd, but yeah. instead of saying the rock, he said, finally, the super bowl has come back to Los Angeles. Cause that's where it is. Right. Um, and so he's cutting a promo essentially. And that's where like, Oh, oh. so here are the, here are the um, Twitter field day things that oh, happened as a result. Uh, a user that is uh, verified named Garrett Hake. H-A-A-K-E. I don't, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. It says, honestly, The Rock could get me hyped for a dentist appointment. I didn't really need the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl promo to tell me that because I right. can watch some old promos of The Rock and be like, yeah, I'm fucking ready for this motherfucker to drill in my face. Let's do it. <laughs> um, ben Schwartz, who's also verified at Rejected Jokes. Oh, that's why The Rock is late to my Super Bowl party. I was like, where's Dwayne? <laughs> and then... My 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 second favorite uh, at Joe. These are all verified people now that I realize it. Okay, so at Joey Milanaro, Milanaro, um, maybe perhaps. I apologize again if I mispronounced that. NBC didn't even plan this. The Rock just grabbed the mic and told him he was. <laughs> <laughs> and then my ap- actual favorite is by Na, uh, Na Sarcasm, Nas Sarcasm, uh, on Twitter, and it's a picture of The Rock holding the microphone so his arm is flexed. Mm-hmm. And it says, You ever just feel bad for the sleeves on The Rock's shirts? 
<laughs> that one's pretty good. I like that yeah, one. That one is good. Yeah, I did see him, but I didn't hear what he said. So I, I listened to just like a snippet of it just to see. So mm-hmm. he doesn't say if you smell what the rock is cooking, I'm imagining. So it really didn't. It, you know, it was just mm-hmm. him just doing like his opening catchphrase bit, which, right. you know, I mean, he does the eyebrow raise, which is like his thing. So like you get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see if there are any comments because I just happened to see this. Uh, it's it's from HuffPost Black Voices, which like it's kind of it's kind of funny that you were talking about like TikTok being split. And it's like HuffPost has its own like black mm-hmm. version. And I guess it's like a black people Twitter uh, or black people Reddit or black people Twitter on Reddit uh, either way, uh, <laughs> which I need. I keep reminding myself I need to figure out how to get. Uh, it's not difficult, but I, I need to figure out how to get invited to the cookout so I can start looking at those posts because you got to be you got to actually verify that you black to see that shit which Ooh. i love which like again again i said i said it's not hard because it, if you look at me I, I don't think anyone's gonna tell me that i can't verify to be black but you know wait what you're black i didn't know shit oh boy do i regret saying that immediately <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that that comes up all the time anyway we're talking about super bowl commercials we've delayed long enough so i took some notes on some of these commercials, Mm -hmm. there were some that like, just didn't hit me either way. Mm -hmm. So I don't mention them. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I, I put, I put them in two main groups. There is the funny slash. I like this commercial Uh and the, this is weird. Cringe. Yeah. Weird slash cringe. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, I I don't know if you categorize them or took notes or anything like that, but uh, if you'd like, we can. I can kind of just start with the the ones that I liked, and we can kind of go yeah, over them a little we bit. We can go from there. I mean, I sort of took notes, but really, it was just like I'm typing down like something about each one so that I yeah. remember them. Yes, exactly. Um, That's kind of what but, I mean when I say I took notes. But I I didn't categorize them in any way. Okay. So. So uh, the first one, and I think it was for Bud Light Hard Seltzer, the the uh, Flavor Town one, where yes. it took me a second to realize what the fuck was going on. Right. I was like these people that are just in like like this black dude who has like blonde spiked hair. I was like, why? And then they like leap through a fucking fridge, uh-huh. and they're just like loud flavor, loud flavor, because because someone cracks open a Bud Light Hard Seltzer, and it just like has this like concussion blast that comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the loudest flavor I've ever heard. And someone said, "Did someone say loud flavor?" And then they run out, and so they follow him, and it it ends up being just like a city full of people who have like this blonde spiky hair. And I was like, "Wow!" Or they just have blonde hair mostly, but a couple people have like spiky hair. And mm-hmm. then it turns out that they go, "The mayor must hear this," and it turns out that it's Guy Fieri the mayor flair flavor town and yeah. then he goes i declare that this this bud light hard seltzer has the, the loudest flavor and then everyone celebrates and then it zooms into the original guy who like is like going like yeah and everyone's like what the fuck is happening yeah yeah i liked that one too it was like until you get to that point mm-hmm. it's just like what the fuck is happening because it's like these people who look like they're like from the future or something like come out yeah. of the fridge and then these people follow them back into the fridge and into it had very city. it had very line which wardrobe vibes yeah and it was start. just like what the hell where are we and there were like signs and stuff that say something about like flavorful and loud flavor and all these things mm-hmm. and then they just keep saying like oh we have to show the mayor this and they bring the mayor and then when yeah, he turns around and it's Guy Fieri. I'm like, oh, the mayor of Flavortown. I get it. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
So I, I would say, I would say for that one, it was like a chef's kiss out of 10, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of like the commercial didn't make me cringe initially. And it held my interest long enough to see what the punchline was. And then the yeah. punchline came out to be something good. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is like when, when you see like people who like know what the fuck they're doing in terms of memes, mm-hmm. get, get a handle on a budget and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so this is like an example of that going well. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I so. think. Yeah. The next one on my list is the uh, I think it was Oikos with Deion Sanders and his son. Uh-huh. Um, that one was just funny to me, mostly because of the end punchline, which yes. the video that that you gave me, like cut it off super quick. So I was just like, oh, that's funny because it's like I think it's Deion Sanders mom talking about like birthing him in his big head. And then it was over. And I was just yeah. like, OK, yeah. So the whole commercial is like if they eat Oikos yogurt or whatever it'll make them strong and the son is like competing with Dion like to be as strong as him basically Mm -hmm. um and so they show all these like things where like they're raking leaves and the son has a small pile of leaves and Dion has this like mountain of leaves or whatever strong (laughs) right and like it's these competition things throughout and then at the very end yeah it's either Dion Sanders's mom or the 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 kid's mom, I'm not sure, is like, oh, you guys think you're so strong? Like, I'm the one that birthed your big head. And like, mm-hmm. I love done. it. I love it. Done. Just done. Yep. Um, which I think is like, it was like, it was, it was drifting a little bit into like the weird territory for me, but like that punchline mm-hmm. for me, it saved Brought it. Brought it back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that, you know, you're going to see you're, at least this year, which is interesting. Cause like last year, I don't think that there were that many commercials that they did that were like full of the, like, you didn't really see too many full, like past full NFL legends. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they did one with uh Marshawn Lynch. And then I think they did another, like another one with like Terry Bradshaw and the crew and stuff. And I think that was really it. Mm-hmm. Um, this year you get a lot more of them. So mm-hmm. the next one that's on my list was the, the Seth and Paul Rudd, like uh bit with Lay's. Yeah. Um, which uh, it, I, I, I think it for me, it just passes into funny, but that's just because like the kind of humor that Seth uh, um, and Paul Rudd, I can't remember his last name now, Seth, uh, Seth Rogen. Rogen. I, I was going to say Rogan, but I feel like that sounds wrong, but no, you're right. Um, Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd have i didn't really like the punchline of him marrying the ghost uh yeah like zombie ghost that part was weird the the reason i didn't like it is because it was just like the 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 cgi like ghost just felt off to me like i felt like Mm -hmm. if they had like maybe if they had designed it differently or something i thought might have thought it was funny but like yeah basically uh they're they're Rogue, Seth Rogen's getting married and Paul Rudd is there for him. He's like, Lays was there for everything. Like with the time we got kidnapped and, and of course, you know, typical in typical fashion, they're like chained together on a floor and it's some creepy guy. And he has like a silver platter that has like Lays. And then they go, um, do you actually have like jalapeno cheddar or this one? Like, you yeah. know, so typical, like, mm-hmm. you know, subversion comedy with the two of them. Right. Yeah. I, I sort of like, that brand of comedy sometimes I particularly like Paul Rudd and think he's really mm-hmm. funny and I yeah I sort of love how it starts very like normal like oh Lays was there for all of our big moments or whatever like remember the time we road trip to I forget where and they're like in a convertible like singing and a 90s song and mm-hmm. like that's pretty normal and then it goes from that to like you Just know left, getting kidnapped left. getting mm-hmm. like all these other things and yeah I thought that was really funny 
Oh, I the one line I liked from the commercial in particular was Paul saying something about like always being there for him, except that he's like never seen any of Seth's movies. Yes. And yes. Seth is like, even the ones you're ones in. You're in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, which I just thought was really funny. But yeah, I didn't really understand why he was marrying like a ghost at the end like it just veered off into like this really weird place for that size it felt like uh, it felt like expectation subversion for the sake of expectation subversion you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and it's like oh get it it's funny because the woman that he's marrying is the ghost yeah it's Uh, yeah so but yeah i thought that was i thought that was pretty funny Ooh, i'm gonna actually uh take a quick rewind because i forgot about something that happened this week that didn't happen to me necessarily but it's something that i enjoy mm-hmm. fucking keith lee is back wrestling oh i yeah. sent this i sent this video to amelia and amelia was like this is great but what's the significance and i was like <laughs> it's keith fucking lee yeah um, see i didn't remember that name and you telling me about him so no you're fine you're totally <laughs> fine because like uh, so, so long story short on that real quick, <laughs> Keith Lee was one of the many, many wrestlers that was released. This has become an, an impromptu Amelia's Wrestling Corner um, back from the dead edition that was released in uh, late last year that really like had no business being released because this guy is he's he's a he is the fastest man over 300 pounds. I swear to you. Okay. Like he's, he's incredibly fast. He's incredibly agile. He's strong. He's powerful. He's charismatic. He's a huge fucking nerd. And it's, it just all comes together to make this amazing person. So his real name is Keith Lee, like L E E. And so his username on Twitter typically has something to do with the word Lee in it. Like relentless Lee or mm-hmm. uh, copious Lee or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's all elite because he's in uh, all elite wrestling. Okay. So his his uh his his uh contract, I mean his uh 90 day complete uh, no compete clause uh expired and then he went and got married. So congratulations to him on that. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up in all elite wrestling and he fucking yeeted Isaiah Cassidy and it was it just made my heart so happy when i tell you that i watched the video of him debuting for all elite wrestling no less than 15 times i mean that shit <laughs> So, Amelia, I just sent you a meme that was created off of that, that that's why I was reminded of it. Okay. Uh, so, because I was like, oh, I, this is this this is relevant to two of my interests, mm-hmm. wrestling and uh, <laughs> 90s pop culture. Yes. He I got thrown clear across the ring, and I just was so giddy watching that happen, because you just hear the crowd go, oh, shit. Uh-huh. I'm like, yes, this is fucking Keith Lee. Uh-huh. So good. Anyway, nice. okay, back to the Super Bowl commercials. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah, I'm just like looking uh, at my list. I, there then, were a lot of cryptocurrency ads. Oh, okay. I was like, can we? Do you want to tackle that now, or you want me to wait? I, we can tackle that now. I don't know. Okay. Care. Okay, so we're going to take an ad, <laughs> we're going to take a quick detour into the weird cringe. Um, the video that I that I was uh, I I was quote unquote enjoying up until this point. Well, I was enjoying it actually, so there's no really need for a quote. But I start mm-hmm. I stopped I stopped enjoying it and started quote unquote enjoying it once this happened. I was like, okay, and, and here it's on my list. It's on my um. It's on my thing here. So I was like, okay, FTX and Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, crypto. Okay, and then 
there was another one. And then I was like, okay, fucking crypto and MLB. And then the next one is in bold, fuck in all caps, fucking crypto and NFL. And then there's a few more. And then I was like, crypto fuck off in all caps. Yeah, there were so many cryptocurrency ads. And like, I think the video that I found of like half an hour of these commercials mm-hmm. or teasers for the commercials for the Super yes. Bowl sometimes would put back to back same company or whatever. Right. So this right. happened in other places where you'd get like two commercials, two or three commercials mm-hmm. about Toyota or whatever. Yes. But yeah, this whatever this fucking FTX is, crypto so, app yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, did like three or four in a row. And it was just like, oh my God, I don't <laughs> it was like FTX and crypto.com. So I'm okay. I'm gonna just Put set my soapbox up, and I'm very sorry. If no. you don't give a shit about crypto, like I don't, but also you hear too much about it, then this is going to be perfect for you. If you don't give a shit about crypto uh, or you like crypto and don't want to hear people shit on it, then you may want to walk away for a little bit. Yeah. So you're familiar with the Staples Center, correct? Yes. It is no longer the Staples Center. It's the not. naming rights were sold. To crypto.com. So no. now it is the crypto.com arena. No. Which I think is quite possibly the worst name for an arena that I think I've ever heard in my Having dot com in the name of your stadium, it just. But yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. Even if it was just called the crypto arena, I would hate it equally as much. Okay. Um. So. And this is what breaks my heart. And this and this is me kind of going back to the whole like the NFL is like, oh, it's cool and it's marketable to hate to be anti-racist now. So we're going to jump on that train. Yeah. It is cool and marketable to enjoy crypto and NFTs like and it sucks because it's as for it's 99 percent of it is a fucking scam. You can't convince me otherwise. Yep. You are basically telling people to take the money that that we have established mm-hmm. and convert it to a different kind of money mm-hmm. that that can rise and fall in a way that it is not regulated by the by the IRS. Yep. At or least the, as of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least FTC. as of this. Yes. The FTC as well. Um, so uh, thank you. On that. I think I think that I read something about like the IRS potentially wanting to get involved with like regulating it. Maybe mm-hmm. it was the FTC and I just misread uh, and every crypto bro was like, no, we can't let this happen. And I'm like, oh, so that right. means that you're scam. Right. It's work? like it's like the stock market, but like way crazier. Yeah. Way less regulated. And, and which and is there's like funny. a lot of regulations that we that we still need on the stock market mm-hmm. and Wall Street. But like this is even less. So it yes. just feels like a real good way to. Which is way funny because they literally do a commercial about how ridiculous it is. Like there's like a tax commercial where he's like, I'm a millionaire. And then like literally seconds later, he's like, I'm not a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I'm a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. OK. Yeah. So anyway, so basically it's not just crypto. It's also NFTs, which like I know whenever I say NFTs, like certain people that that know and love me fucking groan and want to walk away. Um, <laughs> and that's because I, I have just such a vehement 
hatred for NFTs for ha- because yep. I have to explain what the fuck they are. And mm-hmm. then people are like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, it's really fucking awful. Uh, and then half the people are like, what actually is really good for this reason? And I'm like, no, you're not supporting artists. Fuck off. You're you're super not. And if there's an artist that's out there that's telling you that they are doing because like I've seen a couple of like articles that are like this person wasn't making any money and then they started making NFTs and now they make 30 million a year. And I'm like, OK, yeah. Let's let that bubble burst because it's like that money isn't is in crypto, which until you can convince me it means anything is you might as well just have like monopoly money. But I'm, I'm going to finish this rant by saying I don't know a whole lot about crypto, except for the fact that like I know that the reason that the NFL, the MLB, the NBA, NHL are into crypto and are into NFTs and stuff is because it may it's 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 hip. It's cool. It's profitable right now. Like uh, there was, there was a commercial that I shot with a prominent person. I'm not going to say who that person was. Mm -hmm. And that person was like, you guys trade crypto. And I was like, man, I can't believe this person just said that like (laughs) out loud. Cause it's so silly to me Mm -hmm. to like, especially NFTs. Like, again, maybe we'll do an episode, maybe, maybe as like a, a a a paywall thing because like which is kind of funny because it's like talking about money and then paywalling it but i feel like that's (laughs) the only but i feel like that's like the only like only people who would want to pay us to listen to that would actually listen to that episode um that's the only reason why but anyway on how bad nfts are for the environment and how they uh, there's bubbles that uh, constantly burst and as soon as as soon as soon as soon as soon as soon as nfts are no longer like hip and cool you're gonna watch so many rugs get fucking pulled yeah like like there's like there's nfts for like lou gehrig and mlb and stuff like like major league baseball made a lou gehrig nft and i'm like okay but that doesn't it literally means nothing right it is a receipt stored on tons of computers mm-hmm. and as soon as there is like it, the the artificial scarcity bullshit is is just that and yep. so like the ftx one i was kind of annoyed by because i was like this is People, this this is this is uh, FTX and Crypto.com getting prominent people to say crypto's the future, crypto's cool, and it's like it's a fucking fad. Yep, it's a fad just like Jinko jeans were. It's a but, fad like Beanie Babies. Like, yeah, that I was gonna say that's almost better because like it's a fad that's gonna lose a lot of people money probably. It's gonna make it's gonna make mm. people who are already very very rich even more rich. Yep. And that's about it. Yeah. There's going to be a couple of people that come out on a decent side of this. But for the most part, it's just a way to get a bunch of like people who don't have a lot to contribute to people who have a ton. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that that is my main concern and issue with crypto. Thank mm-hmm. you for letting me stand on this rickety ass soapbox for a few minutes. I Love promise I'm, I'm getting down off it now. Um, so right. back to the commercials that I did like. Uh, yeah. The DraftKings commercial with Jerry Rice, I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, with him just like constantly dumping fucking Gatorade. And then he does like this dance, which like, if you don't know who Jerry Rice is, uh, I would consider him like w- at one point in his life, one of the fastest people on the planet. Like he used to play for the San Francisco 49ers. He, he would... He was known for making some semi-impossible catches, which there's some controversy potentially that he had like stick them on his gloves to help him catch the ball better. But 
allegedly is what I'm going to say on that. But like just to see him moving like he can't mm-hmm. move very well is is a little mm-hmm. sad to me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like mm-hmm. especially at the end where he's like playing uh, the guy is playing like cribbage or something with his grandma. And he's like, not the time, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, any any small accomplishment that this guy has, Jerry Rice runs in and dumps Gatorade on him. Yes. And then, yeah, at the very end, he's like, not the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vroom commercial, I thought, was not necessarily funny, but I did like it. Anytime you can fit a reasoning to have like a a, a musical theater style, mm-hmm. like like number into a commercial you you have my attention they went a little like west side story like lin-manuel miranda west side story with it a bit but like i still ended Mm -hmm. up liking it Mm um it's this lady who's like talking about selling her car and then like the neighbors all like help dick jump into like a dance number and then like in the middle of the number she like looks at her phone and she goes oh he backed out then they all like stop and then she like turn they do like a turning like roulette style camera shot and then her car is being put up on a fucking lift which like if there wasn't if there wasn't the vroom.com like logo on the side of that lift it just looks like this poor bitch just got her car towed i know like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that poor then, bitch i don't mean like she doesn't have money i mean like this unfortunate woman yeah yeah um, yeah um but yeah then they're like well you don't have to you know go through the roller coaster of like people backing out from buying your car or whatever like yeah because they're just gonna have it yeah Mm -hmm. um uh so let's see um the megan de stallion doritos commercial just hers mm -hmm. the charlie puth one was super short and i was like does he is his thing that he beatboxes like i didn't know i don't know anything about him really singer i think that's more of a teaser so i think there's a larger commercial maybe that i just didn't see okay fair enough so that we just didn't see but yeah i did and I think there might be more to the Megan the Stallion ones too, but uh, the crack of what? I was like, okay, Megan. <laughs> she looked she looked uh quite crispy in that outfit, though. I'll say that much. Yeah. So there's that. Uh what else can I point out? Okay, all right. I knew that you were targeting me specifically with this fucking commercial with Eugene Levy in it. I was like, this is so pushed at me because of Shit's Creek. Not in a bad oh. way, but I was just like, I was like, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'll give this one to you, Amelia. Because you because you gave me not one, but two videos with it in there. One Realize the- that the second video had that in it. No, you're fine. You're so fine. I, I was just specifically, like... Specifically, because like, okay, because I follow so many Shits Creek related mm-hmm. accounts, I'd been seeing teasers for it all like the last couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. And so when this longer video that we watched for this didn't have the full commercial in it i went looking for the full commercial Uh um and sent you the video of just the full commercial but i guess it was in another video as well i thought it was funny so i'll Um, give you that yeah no i fucking loved it it was so good (laughs) speaking of people who are super into nfts without really uh knowing their in it uh brie larson oh she's into nfts she bought an nft and publicly posted that she was like this is my new profile picture it's an nft from here and a bunch of people were like brie we did not go through all the hell we went through defending you from like dude bros when captain marvel came out for you to backstab us like this (laughs) i was like i was like you mean where to lie at no but yeah so 
Yeah. If you haven't seen the commercial, it's yeah. Brie Larson has been a Nissan spokesperson for a a while. while. Mm -hmm. Um, And she drives up in this electric car and Eugene Levy is there and she's like, oh, you should take it for a spin. And he's like, oh, it's not really my style and whatever. And then he does take it. And um, it's a gorgeous car. I'll give him that much. Yeah. And and then like they come back to him and he's all of a sudden like has the glasses off and has this like long gray hair. And now he's dragging for like this movie where he's driving this car and whatever. And yeah, people are chasing him and there's explosions and stuff. Like it's become like a full on like movie thrill car chase movie. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought it was really funny. I liked it. I liked it. all. Uh, let's see what else have we got. The wall box commercial. It was, uh, I liked it. I didn't think it was funny necessarily. I think they were trying to mm-hmm. make it funny with the guy that gets struck by lightning and he's just like totally terrified afraid of, touching. of electricity. Yeah. 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 Cause then they show him like not using electricity, like riding a bike to get the washing machine to run right. and like all these things. And then eventually it's like, oh, but I guess I'll embrace electricity because it's the future. It's, it's the future for my EV. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, the Buffalo Zaxby's one. I was just like, this is so absurd. It it went it it started funny. It got cringe, and then it came back to funny for me. Yes. Yeah. And this is where, like, I I want to classify this ad as like not okay. Not that this is a new thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like commercials more and more over time have become more and more ridiculous. And it's basically, I feel like the strategy is like, let's make a commercial that is so crazy that it's doesn't, it it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to, all it needs to be is memorable because Mm -hmm. it's crazy. So it's like, how do we get people to remember our product or our brand or whatever We'll do the craziest fucking commercial because you'll remember it. And I mean, it, it works because I don't even, I know what Zaxby's is, but we don't have them. I've no, we don't have it here one. yet. Um, but like, yeah, it's a few hours later and probably in a week, I'll still be like, oh my God, that fucking Zaxby's commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's. Yeah, it's like this fucking cowboy riding a buffalo wing. <laughs> and they <laughs> and point like, out specifically that it is a buffalo wing, not like a buffalo. Yeah. Uh, at least in the initial part of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a song and like the creatures in the forest are like stealing his food. And yeah, there's a fox that's like, he's like, oh, that fox looks a little shady, but maybe it's not actually shady. Oh, it's like it actually was shady this whole time and ate my fucking meal. Like, yeah, <laughs> like pretty much, yeah. It's just so bizarre that the whole time I was like, I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I should hate this. I, I, I feel like this is weird, but I also was like, it's kind of the song's kind of catchy and it's kind mm-hmm. of like fun to watch. It's just so fucking bizarre. Right. And then I love at the end, he's like old and they're like, every time he tells this story, he tells it wrong. Like, I'm pretty sure when I saw you, you were actually on a buffalo and not a buffalo wing. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like this old man that's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was funny. 
uh, the Snoop and Martha commercial. Anytime you put Snoop and Martha together, it's always funny to me. Yeah. Uh, b- mostly because there was a meme once that, and I don't know if this is something that, that, that he actually like responded to, but it was a meme of a picture of Snoop and Martha together. And he goes, I think it was to the two. It's not exactly like this, but it was like one of these people is like a convicted felon. And the other one is Snoop Dogg, like <laughs> something to that effect. Or no, it, it wasn't, it doesn't say something like that, but it's like one of these con- is a convicted felon. And one of these people is not, or something like that. And then it was like Snoop Dogg replying. And it's like, it, it wasn't me. Like something like yeah. that, basically being like, yeah. aha, it's not me. It's the white lady. Um, right. Uh, that expectation subversion again but with racism this time anyway i i i don't like this one as much as i could have but that's because i feel like anytime they put snoop in a commercial it's all it's either like he's chilling on a beach advertising some beer mm-hmm. or he's he's trying to say the word weed and they cut him off you mm-hmm. know like because mm-hmm. that happens several times in this commercial that it's like mm-hmm. you got a lighter to, to do our favorite activity uh, Actually, it's s'mores. Yep. Yeah. It's, you know? it's a big lighter commercial. Yes. And Martha's using it to like light the grill and like light a candle and stuff. And every time he's like, yeah, we can use it for our favorite activity. S'mores or like, you know, just like all these other things. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really funny, but I haven't seen other commercials like that. So I guess I didn't realize that that's yeah. been done before. I just feel like anytime they put Snoop Dogg in a commercial, it's like, isn't it funny? He smokes the ganja. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of his only like trait, I guess, which, that they like talk which about. They, that, which they latch on, but it's like, it's funny because it's like, he's a renowned rapper and he owns the label that he like used to like basically right. perform under. Like he owns that now. And so it's like, right. did y'all forget that he like made music and shit? Like right. he he had like a turn as like a reggae artist. Like y'all can't like riff on any of that. It just has to come back to the fact that the man likes to smoke weed. Like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. It just feels like they're milking that a little dry. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Yeah. The 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 joint is uh all the way down to the stud, but y'all stay keeping on it. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And then my last one was the AT&T fiber commercial, but honestly I I at this point I've forgotten what that one was about, but I did like it. Uh the Zac Efron one? Yes, yes, that's what it yeah, was. Because Zac- so it was Zac-, Zac Efron and Zac Efron, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's Zac Efron which apparently he has a mustache now. I don't. Yes. Whatever. Anyway, a very, a very like Tom Selleck mustache. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, but I didn't hate it. I don't know. Anyway, and then it's Zac Efron, like totally made up to look like this, like fisherman. Fisherman. Mm-hmm. This like old grizzled, not old, but like older grizzled kind of fisherman, and. Every time Zach catches something out of this lake that they're fishing in or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the fisherman catches something better. Um, so it's like a fish, a bigger fish, a, a clam with a pearl in it, a clam with a whole pearl necklace in it. Like it just goes, it just becomes crazy. Lobsters, a whole shrimp dinner. Like it's just, it, mm-hmm. it gets crazy. And they're talking about AT&T and I don't know. I wasn't really even paying that much attention to what they were talking about. I just was paying more attention to what was happening. And so like, maybe that's where that's not a great commercial because I can't really tell you what it was for other than AT&T. I, I, the um, only reason that I remembered is because at the end it was like, I mean, they were also talking a bit about like, you know, high bit rate and shit like that. Oh, and then he takes yeah. off the thing. He takes off the VR headset and he's like, mm, 
weird fishing game, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. At the end, he's in his living room and he takes the VR headset off and he's like, Oh, that's a weird fishing game. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Put Zach Efron in anything and I will watch it. Sorry, but it's true. That I think is, is it for me on the ones that I really enjoyed. Was there ones that, that I didn't mention that you really enjoyed? Um, not really. I mean, I think for me, I got to the end of the, the long video that we, I had first found for us and went, this is kind of lame. Like, <laughs> like I didn't hate it, but I just was kind of like, these aren't that great. But then finding a few other videos, like, and other celebrity ones, I think that helped. Did you want to talk about the Dr. Evil one at all? Um, I just, you know, I'm, I, I'm glad that they gave Mike Myers some work and, and, <laughs> Seth Green, because uh, I, I really like Seth Green. I love him in Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they basically did a whole like Dr. E, uh, Austin Powers-esque kind of uh, bit to talk about uh, EVs, which I am mm-hmm. I don't think are a fad. And I do actually think are the future. And I do mm-hmm. love that companies are actually making an effort. And I love that like mm-hmm. GM and a couple of other ones, I think GM specifically was like, we're going to have like 30 different EV available, like something by 2025, which I was like, you think that that sounds like super far away, but that's three years. Mm-hmm. That's three years to essentially kind of change the landscape of the automobile mm-hmm. industry. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fucking let's do it. Like, yeah, well, that's I mean, so good. Like, side note, I noticed that my local target, there are now Tesla uh, charging stations. Yes. And I don't know if you can only use a Tesla on them. I don't know a I lot think about EVs. At, as of but... this recording, I believe you can only use Teslas okay. with those. But uh, again, don't quote me on that. I actually yeah. have a great video that I would love to watch with you. Uh, I would love to watch it again, but I'd love to watch it with you. It is from one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Marcus Brownlee, aka MKBHD, where he actually does a he does a a like a a test with three vehicles. One of them being mm. a traditional gas vehicle, one of mm. them being a Tesla, and the other one being a Ford uh, Mustang EV, and okay. showing like how economical it is and how mm-hmm. like what the difference is traveling it mm-hmm. going from a point a to point b like yeah. essentially like actually rather it's it's point a to point a because <laughs> they come yeah. back to the start right. um kind of thing so mm-hmm. we'll, we can yeah talk i thought about that, that was you know i thought that was interesting that like you know charging stations are becoming more and more of a thing in more yes. in more normal places i guess that like, yeah, my local Target has them. So the fa- if, if it is true that they own, that the Tesla ones only work on Teslas, that's kind of strange because uh, my local Target is not exactly in, a, in an affluent, quite mm-hmm. the opposite area. So that's interesting if that's mm-hmm. the case. But yeah, I, I think it's, that's cool. And yeah, this commercial, it, it it brings back Mike Myers as Dr. Evil, only he says now he's Dr. Good mm-hmm. because he's promoting EV vehicles and that like that's his goal is to like sort of save the world in that way, like mm-hmm. climate change way and but then still take it over. Yes. Um, and yeah, they bring in Seth Green as Scott. His son. Yeah, his um, son Scott. Oh, his son Scott. Okay. Yeah. And Rob Lowe is there. Um, and the the woman that Frau, it's been a really long time since I've seen Austin. Yeah, Powers. I just, I, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, I don't remember her name, but she's so, a fantastic actress. So sorry, um, sorry about that. But yeah, like I thought it was a pretty good. 
thought it was a pretty good ad yeah. to bring back. Yeah, I um, agree. Um, real quick, I just want to point out, I, I think that as of this recording, Tesla superchargers only work with Tesla, but I don't know how long that's going to be true for mm-hmm. to start out with. And right. then the um, other thing that I kind of noted, I was like, oh, well, obviously Vern Troyer is no longer around, so they could not have him be in uh, so it was, that's why they did a baby me joke instead of a mini me joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and lastly, the one thing that I think a lot of people who are fucking into these like world destroying things, it's like, it's all well and good if you want to take over the world, but there has to be a world for you to take over. Yeah. You know, yep. like, which I think is like a subtle non message of that commercial. it's just like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I mean, if we destroy mm-hmm. the world with like fucking fossil fuels and, and crypto scams, like there's not going to be much for you to like lord over you know right. so right anyway yeah yeah i think that's that's really interesting and I, again like i don't know if people how much people remember this but back in oh gosh when was that 2007 when the writer strike was happening and mm-hmm. joss whedon who we don't need to get into him right now but um <laughs> did, did did Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. And that's sort of like the theme of that as well, is that Dr. Horrible is somebody who wants to take over the world, but then also talks about like social change and like mm-hmm. um, not just addressing symptoms, but like addressing causes or whatever. And so there, there's this sort of feeling in there that like, yeah, he wants to rule the world, but he also wants to like make it better at the same time but also be in charge of everything so it's like that's such an interesting angle that I feel like isn't explored as much as it could be um in some sort of superhero movie or um super villain kind of thing Mm -hmm. but yeah anyway so um okay so here's some ones that I thought were weird cringe or just didn't really interest me I'll add that in here um, the Budweiser commercial with the horse. I, yeah, I was, I, mean, I was, I was looking desperately to see if there was a, no animals have been harmed in the making of this commercial tag that I don't think I saw. Now, that, does that mean that they harmed a horse? Probably not. At least I'm hoping that they didn't, especially when CGI mm-hmm. is a thing. There's really no need to do that shit. But for this one, it was just like, okay, you're back. But like, you showed me a horse that got hurt. And then the dog was really concerned about this horse and it was really kind of downtrodden on itself. And then it, and then it decided that it was going to get up and, and not be downtrodden. And it was like, down doesn't have to mean out Budweiser. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything Budweiser? Like, well, the Budweiser Clydesdales. You'll have to fill me in on that one. Maybe I'm oh, just not okay. familiar. Like, um, I, know, I know about the, the Clydesdales. I didn't know if anything happened to them. Or Oh, no, why. no, 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 okay. I don't. I don't think so. It's just like they're okay. iconic. Like, yeah, but like the Clydesdales are iconic. Yeah, but like I'll the, give you that. I'll give you that. But like, because I knew, I knew, like when I saw that horse, I knew that it was a Budweiser commercial, like before, like right. it even really. Mm-hmm. So, so I get you on that. But it was just like down doesn't mean out. I was like, does something happen to Budweiser that like means that? Like I'm, I, I guess know, I probably. was just kind of maybe, no maybe not. I, see, that's what I'm talking about. It's like I, it just wasn't clear to me that I was like, why mm-hmm. is Budweiser trying to give me an inspired message? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink their beer and be like, man, I feel really inspired by this horse. I should go get a bud right now. Like that yeah. doesn't. Yeah, th- that yeah. didn't really do anything for me. The E-Trade commercial with the fucking moon. I was just like, what? Well, because I think the point was like this dude had 
been an astronaut for so long that he was just kind of like I've done a moonwalk a million times it doesn't mean anything anymore it's Mm -hmm. boring and I just wanted to be like I'm sorry but I feel like if you asked any astronaut if it ever gets old going into space and they'll probably be like no (laughs) maybe not yeah Uh, I think for me it just stuck out that like the gravity was like at least it didn't seem like it was what it would be like on the moon I don't know it Maybe yeah. I was just like overthinking it, but I, I was just like, okay, that one's, that one's just whatever. Yeah. Um, I think, I think the point was like, he had to keep being an astronaut because he didn't invest. Yeah, oh, okay. Fair. Um, right. So it was okay. like, he needed the money. So he kept being an astronaut. Whereas if you trade with E-Trade, like, I think that was the point, but it was just mm-hmm. kind of stupid. Yeah. Yep. So let's see the Victoria's Secret ones. I was just like, who cares? Boring. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I'm glad that they've got some plus size models in the yeah, mix. Yeah, that was that was nice. And you know, I did see something recently about um a model that like I think was on TikTok or mm-hmm. Instagram or something was showing that like a lot of times when you see a plus size model um in a commercial or something like that, it's often somebody with padding on, which that sucks but like with a victoria's secret commercial like it's kind of hard to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean not that it's impossible but it would be a lot more work i feel like to make a model look plus size than it would be mm-hmm. to just hire some plus size models to be in your lingerie i also i also and this is this is um this is not meant to shame anybody like mm-hmm. literal like body mm-hmm. but i feel like vs was so late to the game in terms of that yeah that like even in this commercial they were like let's find the least plus size looking plus size person we can find that could be me just uh, inheriting bias over just what i know of victoria's secret over the years Mm -hmm. but like and i'm not necessarily saying like you know those the women in femme presenting people in these vs commercials all have valid bodies. I'm not at all trying to shame anybody. I'm just saying that like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if VS is going to support anyone who is uh, outside of the, what shall I say, the TikTok definition of plus size or the TikTok definition of thick or the Instagram for a definition of thick. Yeah. I think anyone who's like big, big is probably not getting supported by BS. You know what I mean? Like, right. And you mean like literally like, mm-hmm. like they don't necessarily have those sizes in their stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how size inclusive Victoria's secret is now, but I know at least back in the day, uh-huh. it was pretty hard for anybody even close to plus and, size or not even not yeah. even plus size necessarily but and this is funny like a yes a man is talking about tits on, on a podcast <laughs> someone sound a fucking alarm uh but uh and called the fire marshal uh they didn't really support anyone who was over a double d right if anything so like you didn't even necessarily right. have to be plus size if you were like if you like were over the double D threshold, don't go to VS. You're not going to find right. anything. Right. You know? You're not like, going to. Well, and there's a lot of issues with their sizing in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, that, we, like, we can maybe yeah. do like an after dark podcast where we talk <laughs> about like bra sizes and, and stuff. If you want, I'm down for it. Not just because I'm a dude, but also like as a, as a person who was 
who was quote unquote raised on like plastic surgery before and after and stuff like that, that kind of stuff fascinates me. Mm -hmm. Um, and how it's like, how, how do you have different sizes off of a single measurement? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, we don't have to get into it. I'm just, that's like a genuine rhetorical question. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's not like a, how do you do that? That's dumb. It's like a, how do you have different Mm -hmm. sizes off of the same, like essentially the same measurement? Like, how do you justify that? So, um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, it was it yeah. was just me saying that as a thing. I wasn't like right, yeah. mocking you it. You we're know? not going to get into it. Yeah. No. No. I didn't think that at all. Okay. Um, just wanted to make sure. And again, yeah, if I if no. I offended anybody with the body stuff, I do really apologize. I just think that like like Victor- yeah. like when I think companies that support plus size people, I will like Victoria's Secret is like the the last like one right. of the last names on right. the list. So like, like that's I what was, I'm trying to say. I was yeah. I was pleasantly surprised to see different body types in mm-hmm. these Victoria's Secret commercials because I feel like Victoria's Secret Angels like their models is typically very skinny, very white, very blonde. Is very yeah, I mean it's very typical model. You know, they use a lot of supermodels who are all fairly similar in size for a reason. It it does it is easier to kind of make make all your runway clothes in one size. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised to see that and doesn't absolve them of other things, but it was nice to see, but otherwise the commercials were kind of boring. There was one about Valentine's day, which is the day after the super bowl. So that's right. like, it made sense to tie that in and yeah, all that, but it wasn't anything to write home about Mm -hmm. the one with the nfl legends i was just like okay this is kind of like par for the course yeah like i i it was one of those things like you were talking about earlier where they just do to absurd shit like Mm -hmm. jerome bettis who is nicknamed the bus has a school bus that is going to the nfl oh okay i didn't know who that was yeah i knew yeah i know who peyton and eli manning are Uh uh-huh um and i knew who um Oh, Terry shit. Bradshaw or Victor yes. Cruz? I knew who Ter- I know who Terry Bradshaw is, but I didn't know who brought the bus, and so I didn't understand that mm-hmm. like he had a nickname. Yeah, so his yeah, yeah, so his nickname was the bus because he was he was uh, a running back, mm-hmm. which is essentially the dude that runs with the football. Is not 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 often is it tossed to him. It's usually handed off by the quarterback, and okay. he was known for like literally plowing people out of the fucking way like he was a bus. Got like, it. Got it. So yeah, so, they were. He showed yes. up to take them all to the Super Bowl in his in his school bus. He's, that's that's why he was like, "I'm the bus, and I've got a bus." Like that's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's why he was saying that. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, it's typical like baby brother, big brother shenanigans with uh, Eli and Peyton. Which, yeah. as a side note, there was another Peyton commercial where he was just like saying words, and he threw the Omaha thing in there that he would say. Like it was, it felt like it was supposed to be like like football calls, and then they were just like, "Oh, that's got to hurt," and this and that. And I was like, "What the fuck is this even about?" Like this I think is so it's, weird because it said something about warm up. So again, I think that might have been a teaser for a larger commercial, maybe. Um, because Peyton Manning is in those nationwide. Mm-hmm. commercials and so i yes. think it might have been something about that nationwide the company not like nationwide commercials yeah sorry well, i guess he is um, nationwide I guess he is technically well yeah nationwide insurance um, nationwide is on but your yeah side. side note yes side note side okay note. so in the in the most recent episode of saturday night live yes on weekend update they brought 
Peyton Manning on to talk mm-hmm. about like, oh, next weekend is the Super Bowl. Like, come on and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And and he he comes on and he sits down and he starts to say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to watch that. But then I ended up watching uh, Emily in Paris on Netflix for 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you know anything about that show. I don't. It's 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 dumb. I mean, I've never seen it, but like it it's gotten kind of a bad rap in the sense that like it's just a very like dumb rom commy kind of show about an American girl who like goes to Paris and like gets a job and it's just like it's just schlock TV, right? Okay. Which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it it became really popular, which, again, I get because it's like we're still in a fucking pandemic. And like, sometimes you just want to watch something stupid and brainless. But (laughs) so Peyton Manning comes on and he's like, yeah, I was going to watch or I think it was one of the playoff games. So maybe it was a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, he was like, oh, yeah, I was going to sit down and watch that game. But then I watched Emily and Paris for 10, 10 hours. And Colin Jost, the anchor kind of keeps like trying to bring him back to football. And he keeps right. talking about like all the lessons he learned from Emily mm-hmm. <laughs> in this show. And like, at one point they cut away from him and then they cut back to him and he's wearing a beret and like, just oh, like boy. talking about how much like never changed Peyton Eva, e- Emily in Paris like really inspired him and like all this stuff it is just like it's so fucking funny and so whenever I see Peyton Manning now I'm like I just like I didn't know how much I needed him talking about Emily in Paris to me <laughs> so Peyton Manning to me is one of those he's one of those situations where I'm really glad that that he has found a niche in showing off his personality mm-hmm. because I think that like, he's one of those people that bucks that trend of like, Oh, they're just a, like a dumb athlete who has nothing good to say. Like mm-hmm. he has made, he, he has such a personality about him that I really, really appreciate. Even if I don't necessarily find what he's saying is funny. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really appreciate that. Like he is, he is, he, he's willing to show that personality and he's willing mm-hmm. to be the butt of a joke. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, and I think that that is a really cool thing that you don't really see a whole lot. Like mm-hmm. there are a lot of celebrities and a lot of like players out there that like they need to look good or they are not mm-hmm. doing it. And like, mm-hmm. that is not Peyton Manning. And I really appreciate that, especially yeah. seeing like him in like a full on fucking onesie with his family. Like I think it was a Super Bowl or two ago. Like mm-hmm. they did a commercial with them just like, I remember that. Yeah. Like they were fucking children and I, I was like, this is so good. Like, right. And it's, and it's bonus points whenever it's their idea, you know, yeah. like, yep. Yeah. Uh, I love any celebrity that can make fun of themselves. Yep. And that like, yeah. Bonus points. If they think of the joke. So yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll do, I'll do some rapid fire here. Cause I know that we're kind of going a little long. I'm not going to talk about the Kyle Lowry bit by one. Cause that falls under crypto. I was like, this is like, it felt like this Super Bowl was like the invest in crypto and NFTs bowl. Like, yeah, there were so many right. commercials that were like, hey, crypto's cool. Did you know that? 
Did you know that? Here's Kyle Lowry. Here's this NFL player. Here's this MLB player. They're all into crypto. You know that wrestling company you like? They like crypto. All right. I said I wasn't going to get into it. Um, (laughs) The Chevy camera one, I didn't really like because it just felt antiquated to me. It was like a it was like a new tech spin on an antiquated thing. Like this guy goes like with his girlfriend and their family and her family on a trip. And the the dad is like, he like sees the, sees the two of them, like put their, like touch each other's hands. And he's like, I have cameras, no funny business. And I was just like, okay, Chevy. Okay. So that sure. commercial, first of all. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Is pretty. It seemed boomerific as fuck as me Two, I've seen that commercial. Like, yeah, I've so they basically it, just paid extra to put it on the Super Bowl. Yeah, because like I've seen it like watching TV a couple of weeks ago. Like I've seen it many times, and so I was mm-hmm. like, when it showed up on this this Super Bowl thing, I was like, it's not a Super Bowl commercial. It's just a fucking commercial. It's not yeah. even that good. Disqualified. I feel like companies who just who just put like to me, there's a difference between making a commercial and putting it in the Super Bowl, and then making mm-hmm. a Super Bowl commercial that you air after the yes. Super Bowl. Like yes. there's a big difference to me because right. it's like, I get it. Like you don't want to spend a fuck ton of money to just show a commercial one time, mm-hmm. but like, don't just be like, well, we didn't really think of anything. So this commercial that we already did, we're just going to pay some money and just put it in the Super Bowl. Like that doesn't really yeah. qualify to me, but maybe we're just snobs. The Uber eats commercial with which Uber don't eat, which I didn't recognize the first actress, but then they had T- Trevor Noah, I'm sorry. I I had no idea who who it it's was. Okay. Go ahead. Tell okay. me who it was. Jennifer Coolidge, who Okay. I understand why you don't know who that is, but No, um, I think I might know who it is. She, I think I just didn't recognize her in she, that commercial. Um is iconic in Legally Blonde and A Cinderella Story. So oh, yeah. Far. Okay, you know what? Nope. I now that I see other pictures of her, I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay. I do know who So, Jennifer Coolidge great comedic actress who was in these great movies a while ago and there she is was a picture of in... her sorry uh to interrupt you there i looked at a picture and i was like why is this a picture of fucking melissa mccarthy that's not oh oh it's next she's next to melissa mccarthy i see it <laughs> um, i was very confused anyway go on she and before that she was also in some of the christopher guest mockumentaries I feel uh, like she's also an American Pie. I think she plays Stifler's mom, maybe. Yes, that's okay. correct. Yep. Okay. So she was pretty big there, like in the late 90s. Yep. 2000s. Now that I'm seeing other pictures of her, um, I, I'm putting it together. And then she kind of disappeared, but then she's come back because she was in a show called The White Lotus, mm-hmm. um, which was on HBO, I believe, that got really big this summer. And and then she was in a, a holiday rom-com for Netflix this Christmas that was she was really good in that and she is just this is just so perfectly her because the whole point of these commercials is that like you can now buy buy stuff that you don't have to eat on Uber Eats but they're confused because they get stuff from Uber Eats that you right eat, they're, so they they're like oh it. if you get it from Uber Eats it must be edible so she's like eating lipstick and like a makeup brush and whatever and then Trevor Noah is in the next one and he's eating deodorant but what I like is that he like takes a bite of the deodorant and he's like chewing it and he has this face that's just like, oh God, this is terrible. Right. Like, he figured kind of figures it out or whatever. But Jennifer and is just Jennifer like, this is good. Yeah, she's like, this is good. She's just chomping on it. And I also really love that she like eats the lipstick and goes, mmm, it tastes like purple. Like purple. 
Robert All right. Keen, you, I love you, her. You you've redeemed that commercial in my eyes a little bit, but I was just like when I saw just when I just saw Trevor just like fucking chomping on dealer, and I was like, I don't like mm-hmm. this. This isn't funny to me. Yeah. Uh, group group on with Gronk. Eh. But that to me, that one must have aired previously because the whole point it had was to, like because the whole point was like win, yeah, you win a party at his house during the big game. So. Right. I so was that like, one, okay. Yeah, that one just didn't do anything for did me. You, did you like the um, Tom Brady one? The trade? Yeah. So, yeah. okay. So I left that one off my list because I was just like, I feel like they've done a bit before with Tom Brady getting traded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of like, I was like, this is a, this is a, a a different version of that bit. But like, and I think it was a, a crypto commercial. Yes. Also that. So, yeah. yeah, I think that I think that's why it's like, it, I just put it in the crypto pile. Mm-hmm. Um so there is that. Uh, let's see the iced tea Cheerios one. I was just like, okay, Whatever. didn't do really, it didn't do anything yeah. for me. I think it was more like weird mm-hmm. than cringe, but it was still like whatever. Like the mm-hmm. Gronk one, I was just like, this is cringe because I was just like, I just felt like Gronk was just like reading off fucking cue cards. Um, the Tony Romo Skechers one, I just Whatever. thought it was a little. I thought it was a little cringe. I was like, yes, yeah. okay, we get it. You tricked out your golf cart. Thanks, Tony Romo. You're a really yeah. good announcer. You're like, you do a really good job announcing football games, what I understand, mm-hmm. but this just didn't land for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the initial Corolla Cross uh, commercial wasn't bad. The mm-hmm. one with the dance routine just had me like, I don't like this. This is so weird. Yeah, that was weird. I don't like that. Because they were doing parts where like it wasn't, they weren't like in sync dancing. It was like, this is clearly a video edit to have them just like do the same motion over and over again. Mm-hmm. That was creepy. I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't um, like it either. So th- that, that's that's it for me, honestly. There are a couple other that were there. Uh, but like my last line is just crypto spaced out. It just says crypto fucked out, fuck off with a bunch of spaces in between. Yep. Yeah. I, I was just like, I can't. You're literally trying to shove crypto down my throat. I don't care. I don't want it. Yeah. Um, like I don't, I have no desire. Like, have you, you've heard of squid game, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm back on my soapbox for like, just, a, just like a minute. I promise I'll get back off. But like, so when squid game was like, when everyone wouldn't stop talking about squid game, which I have not mm-hmm. seen yet. So I'm not, I'm not trying to comment on squid game itself um even though we could probably do a whole episode on the commentary of squid game and like how people like basically didn't learn their fucking lesson by getting super into squid game someone made a cryptocurrency based off of squid game and a bunch of people bought into the squid coin or whatever you call it Mm -hmm. and then the creators of squid the, the squid coin fucking vanished and the value of like they basically sold it and the value tanked and the yeah. rug got pulled out from a whole bunch of people. Hmm. Um, so, like, I, I mean, that's that's what crypto is for the most part. Like, right. it's like right. and, and like now, are there some like, quote unquote, verified or whatever, like Ethereum and Bitcoin? Sure. They like are actual cryptos for like whatever. I like them. I, I like them a little bit less than the, like the other ones but i still don't like them you know you but hate like, them a little bit less yeah 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 yeah. I think, yeah yeah i think yeah, that's for, more probably makes more sense to everyone else and and my brain yeah. is just like my thing <laughs> is so correct uh but anyway like it, it's it, it, those are i guess more trusted i guess they're still not great right. but they're you right. know they're still more verified i guess than like someone who just makes like amelia coin which like I'm not, I'm still not buying it. I love you a lot. <laughs> I'm not buying it. 
it's, it's like it's the same with nfts it's just like 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 literally some what some people are doing is they are creating an algorithm they're drawing or they're getting like a piece like they're drawing like eyes and then a nose like they're drawing like seven different version of eyes seven different version of mouth seven different version of nose and they do a fucking computer algorithm that says here you go make me fifty thousand nfts off of this Mm-hmm. It's like super lazy. And what's worse is that there are other people who are going, you know what? That's not enough. Like that's, I, I want to win the lazy Olympics. I'm just going to take someone else's art and sell it without their permission. Yeah. Yikes. The amount of people that I like know that like dabble in art that are just like, oh, cool. I just like deviant art just told me that my fucking art is now an NFT. I didn't authorize that. Like, mm-hmm. And people are trying to make a fuck ton of money off of something that they did not create. Mm-hmm. You're not supporting artists. You're just ruining the environment and you're just trying to scam people and get rich quick. That's yep. it. I'm back off the, I'm back off the soapbox, hopefully to never return to it. Uh, as, as far as crypto and NFTs are concerned. Yeah. So in all event, I would say if we were to rank the Super Bowl commercial pool, mm-hmm. I would say the first time we did it, the second time we did it. And then this one is last. Same, same. And I, yeah, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's cause like we've done it three times or whatever. No, I think no, it's no, no, like no. The, the pool I, of commercials has yeah. just gotten worse. Um, and I just, I don't know if anything will. I think the only one that like legit, that like the only ones that like legit made me like laugh out loud mm-hmm. were like the Zaxby's commercial mm-hmm. and the the Nissan Eugene Levy commercial. Yep. Whereas yeah. like I distinctly remember like we were fucking losing it over we Shaggy. Losing it. Yeah. Like over Shaggy's like uh Shaggy and uh Mila Kunis and Ashton Kuncher and like yes. MC Hammer with the Yes. You can't touch this. Like those, like those just yes. off the top of my head were just like well, and those are both nah. Cheetos commercials. Right. Like, they were both Cheetos commercials. Cheetos. Fantastic. So good. Um, the Guy Fieri one was the for this year was pretty good, but I don't I just don't think it it's enough to beat out last year's crop. Like it just, no, it just wasn't. Yeah. So yeah. Commercial writers, I whatever, get your shit together because like this wasn't that great. <laughs> mm-hmm. If there's a commercial that you saw, again, because we are doing this the same night that the Super Bowl aired, not all the commercials were available yet. So some of what we saw were teasers and some of them we just didn't see at all. I know just in the like little bit of time that I was watching the game, I saw a couple of commercials that were not represented here that I thought were decent. So if you saw a commercial that we didn't talk about, um, let us know if you thought there was one particular one that was really good or bad, let us know. You can do that at a S W a Y D P O D on Instagram and Twitter. And you can add an at gmail.com to that to send us an email. Indeed, indeed. You can check out Amelia at Shake Meets World on the Instagram and the Twitter. And you can find me at Hey Black Sparrow at, uh, I almost said at gmail.com. Don't, don't email that. <laughs> that is not me. At Hey Black Sparrow on a TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, um, which I will, if you are, if you are listening to this at near when it came out, 
I am temporarily back on Twitch. I don't know how long that's going to be because again, I got I got shows coming up, but I I am back on Twitch uh, playing some games. I I am still kind of variety, but I'm now leaning more towards like like mystery and puzzle style games because I think that those are games that I a enjoy and b uh, won't lose my fucking mind if I can't play for a couple of days like. Uh, Pokemon. Like the reason I didn't play Pokemon Legends Arceus on stream is because I want to play Pokemon Legends Arceus whenever the fuck I want. And if I play it on stream, I would mm. feel bad for playing it with off off stream. So, yeah. Yeah. so there is that. With that being said, I didn't make up a theme song for it. This is Amelia. What the fuck is this? HD Mike Edition. This is the part of the episode where I find something wild and crazy kids on the internet and I show it to Amelia with little context. I get the extreme feeling that you have seen this before, but I thought it was time that it it leaves the annals of the w, the WTFs in waiting and joins the ones that have have gone to the I Amelia has seen this yard in the sky. So All right. this does have sound, so enjoy. Okay. Here we go. I have seen this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually you say that and I haven't. But I have to watch it through because I don't remember all of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So there's, yeah, I feel like a lot of people have probably seen this, but, you know, maybe not. It is a video of Ryan Reynolds singing. Oh, shoot. What is this song called? Isn't it Grace Kelly? I think the song is called Grace Kelly by mm-hmm. Mika. Yeah, that sounds correct. I and forgot that this is a part of that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because once you said it, I was like, you're right. That is in that fucking song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's him singing like one part and then that looping and then him singing another part and that looping until it's like the whole harm harmonizing it's the melody and all the harm harmonies but then will ferrell shows up and starts singing in falsetto and i have a real love hate relationship with will ferrell like he does some really dumb stuff but he also does some really funny stuff and him just popping up here and singing this in falsetto just so earnestly mm-hmm. is really funny to me <laughs> So yeah, I have seen this, but I enjoy it a lot. I also don't know what they are. They, they're clearly filming something. Are they in a movie together? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I oh. love that um, that Ryan Reynolds does not look any younger than 30. I know. <laughs> to me. He does not age, I swear to God. But they're both wearing like white shirts with like a, like a vest over them. Um, and Will Ferrell clearly has like stage makeup on. And so I like, I'm like, what kind of like old timey movie are they filming here? Everybody probably knows and they're yelling at me right now, but I don't know. So anyway, it's just funny and go watch it. That's it. My batting <laughs> average, my batting average on uh, Amelia, what the fuck is this? And still is still incredibly high. If, oh, it's still uh, if, really high. I think if I could convert it to actual batting average in uh, the in Major League Baseball, I would be in the Hall of Fame first ballot. <laughs> oh, for sure, because it's what good batting average is like fifty percent. Less than that, actually. Less than uh, that, yeah. To, to have like a like a four thirteen batting average is like godly. 
Right. Um, so. And this is like maybe two or three times out of like, what are How many episodes? <laughs> 70 something. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think you're doing quite well. And even the ones that I've seen before, I enjoy. So, yeah, this is yeah. Less, less of a WTF and more like, I'm just trying to make you laugh. And also, I thought it was pertinent <laughs> because celebrities. I was like, we're, do- we're yeah. seeing a bunch of commercials with celebrities. So, here's some more celebrities doing some quote unquote normal shit. Yeah. Um, so, that is that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all I think I can really tell y'all. I'm I'm excited to put on some new some new images onto sharecrobinson.com because the show is is up. So I'm happy to um, share some images from the Watsons go to Birmingham 1963, and uh, hopefully I'll get to put the uh, images for uh, the island up there as well. We had some images from last year's version, so I kind of hope to put some versions up to see what the differences are. But yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. And uh, more more news coming very very soon, but I just can't quite share it yet. Well, you are rocking it. So appreciate um, you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all that we have for you this week. You know how to reach us. And yep. yeah, I guess with that, I've been Amelia. I've been Cherkin. Sometimes you have a lieutenant buddy and you're drug- leading a sting operation against a drug kingpin. And then he managed to evade capture. And then he kills one of your buddies and he flees the U.S. And you're recovering from your in- injuries. And then your bu- well, another buddy of yours is arrested for a minor tra- traffic violation. And you're like, OK, I guess I'm going to go to America to retrieve the felon. And I'm not going to reveal my true nature. And I get there and then you meet like a de- sergeant and his detective. And you're you're interrogating a, a guy. And then all of a sudden he you find out that he's confiscated a mysterious key and then you get transported to the airport and you're ambushed by some dude and, and some other guy the the detective yeah that's right it was the detective he shot and killed and the prisoner gets away and the local authorities are like we don't want this but then you end up going ahead and resolve it anyway and through an informant you learn that the guy that you've been chasing is working with local street gangs to purchase and smuggle uncut cocaine to the soviet union you're like why does the soviet union want cocaine i don't fucking know like i feel like they're doing pretty well without it but i guess if they want it's a little extra fancy for themselves they can have it anyway so you're let into an ambush and then you have to return the key and then you have to run. And then you go to a hospital and then you injured one of the bad guys, men, then uh, you, then he's killed and he's disguised as a nurse and you end up killing him. And then you kill the assassin that was coming after you. And then your sidearm is confiscated because you're not allowed to license carry it because you're not from the United States and they order you to cease the investigation, but you don't. And the police sergeant is mad because his detective got murdered. So he's like, no, you can actually drive a hard bargain there, Sonny. I'm going to let you do this anyway. So you return to your hotel and then you're attracted by the bad guy. Then you fight them off and you sneak into the room. You steal the key. You go to a locksmith and they're like, hey, guess what? I'm a run of a locksmith. I'll take this super secret key and I'll just match it up. No problem. And then the bad guy is like, oh, I'm going to use the key to retrieve my drug shipment but then he then i steal he steals an empty bus and you chase him in another bus then you crash him into an oncoming train and then he crawls out of the wreckage and then you just like hasta la vista baby fuck you and then you kill him and then you go back to the airport and you exchange wish watches with the, the guy before you go back home bye bye <laughs>